0: AT Sparky, five twelve fifty a.m. The fan. How in the world are y'all doing today? With my guy Ryan Horvat, of course. Bet MGM tonight, weeknights, Monday through Friday, with Nick Gashu and Warriors fan Trista Crick. Also oh, bad about those Warriors, uh, and now they're probably going to get blown up, and that's even that's even sadder. Uh, it, it's some stuff going around though. Uh, 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 Trade, uh, possible trade uh, being thrown out there by a national NBA writer involving the Bucks and the Warriors that he'd like to see happen. Uh, tune in for the, the next edition of Green and Gold uh, with our guy uh, Nathan Marzian and myself. We'll discuss that uh, coming up tomorrow, late tomorrow afternoon. We'll record that. Um, Lots of Bucks talk. All, all these different guys are bringing in for interviews and everything else. Lots and lots of Bucks talk there. All right, Ryan Horvat. So things have died down a little bit uh, around the Green Bay Packers. Uh, now that the draft is done, still getting uh, a smattering of uh, signings here and there. Uh, Falcons are signing like every walking human being that wants to play for a cheap one-year deal because they still have cap room. Packers yeah. I haven't really done uh, as much, but they do get uh, Simone Biles' husband, uh, to come over and play for the Green Bay Packers and Kevin Owens. I, I'm just going to tell you this. I know nothing about this dude. Nothing. I didn't watch a lot of Texans football games uh, the last couple of years. Definitely didn't watch him last year necessarily. I watched him when they played the Colts. Uh, but but outside of that, not enough to know whether or not this guy is any good. But he was a starting safety in the NFL. And considering what you have at safety, it can't be that bad of a thing, Ryan Horvath.
1: I think he's yeah I think he starts man I mean he had over 100 tackles I believe last year like 120 tackles or something like that uh had a sack but he didn't have any interceptions I believe in two years or you know two years as a starter or actually getting some time he has one career interception so I don't know that he's going to be the ball hawk safety that we're all hoping for he's not going to be Charles Woodson or uh anything like that, but I think he'll be playable, you know, that, but that's again, like this goes down to, I have no idea what to expect from this defense until I know who the starting safeties are, but I would assume that he's definitely going to get some time and we'll see how Joe Barry uses him. but he's a guy that could play a little bit. So I'm fine with it.
0: Yeah. And Simone Biles is wearing Packer gear now. So there, you know, yeah, I mean, like,
1: that and because of this move, we don't have to talk about whether or not, or try to figure out, I guess, if Mason Crosby's coming back or not because Molly, his wife, tweeted out, hey, we're just going to miss you guys. We're finishing up, uh, what is it, a 16, 17-year run in Green Bay. We love it. And I had to break the news to my wife because I told you this. Mason is her favorite player. It was embarrassing. We went to the Hall of Fame ceremony when Longwell got in. I believe it was the year where uh, my wife was, like, screaming Mason's name from across the room. And uh, I was like, Jesus, calm down. He's the kicker, a, eh? And he's here with his wife. And he, he was coming off of a terrible year, too. Um, but, you know, going to be kind of sad. All, like, all the guys, all the vets, everybody's gone. This is a completely new Packers team. So this is a uh, rebuild, revamp, whatever you want to call it. But I guess we found out on social media that Mason's probably not back. He probably had her delete the tweet because it's gone. Uh, I saw some people who were, like, tweeting and bothering her. Uh but yeah, I guess no big surprise though. I mean, they drafted a kicker, right? Dylan, or not Dylan Carlson. <laughs> That'd be bad since he's a St. Louis. Anders. Carlson. Yeah. Anders Carlson.
0: How do you come up with that name? Where does that derive from? Is it short for Anderson and he goes by Anders? I have or no is idea. Anders, actually, the legal name.
1: I think that's his real I think I'd like to
0: know where that came from. I Like,
1: mean, I mean, God are the days of like Mike, John, yeah. and Tony. Everybody has, like, everybody has these crazy names. I told my wife, I was like, we got to name our kid Colt or Brock or Bryce. We got to give him a good quarterback name. We'll settle <laughs> that for the great, <laughs> <Nathan Peter. laughs> the great Nathan Peter.
0: For the great Nathan Peter. And oh my God. yeah. Please don't tell people that in public when you, when you go out and ask them why they named him Nathan. Oh, Nathan Peterman. What? Who? Yeah. Uh, all right, Horvath. So what's the biggest Packers post-draft question That you have right now after seeing the draft done, seeing what they've done, signing Owens now to come in and play safety. That may or may not take care of the safety question. Uh, You bring up Crosby. uh, It appears he is leaving. Mercedes Lewis uh, on social media all appears he's not coming back uh, either, which is still uh, I still scratch my head behind that whole decision. But either way, so it doesn't appear that he's coming back. Uh, Cobb is with the Jets. Uh, Bakhtiari is staying, it looks like. So he's he's going to be here. Uh, Lazard is gone. Uh, Quinn and Williams apparently isn't too happy with the Jets, took his Jets right off of his Twitter profile or whatever the case may be. Uh, So they're at a standstill on trying to get him a new contract. We'll see how that whole thing plays out, or if they trade him uh, going forward. Uh, So maybe he ends up being a Packer. Maybe we make two trades with the Jets. I'd be okay getting Quinn and Williams. What's the biggest Packers post-draft question, Ryan Horvath?
1: All right, so a couple that I would have, right, would be, Well, first off, like the easy one that I think we'll both agree on, can Jordan Love play? Is he the quarterback of the future? But that's laziness. I would say like one big question mark is going to be who steps up in the wide receiver room, who's wide receiver number one, because we all expect it to be Christian Watson. And You watch those last eight, nine games of the season when he was able to stay healthy and stay on the field. And he looks like an all pro. He looks like one of the better receivers in the NFC. The problem is the injuries. Um, You know, you're going to need him to stay healthy. And then we're reading all these, different blogs and these reports that maybe Romeo Dobbs is going to be the guy. And we got to remember the first eight weeks of the season with Aaron Rodgers. he looked like he was going to be the best receiver on the team. So um, who's going to step up? Cause you have the young pass catchers. You have the young tight ends. Who's going to be the next guy. And, You know, then staying with the offensive side of the ball. Who's the long term starting left tackle? I think is a big question mark as well. Just because, I mean, we were talking about this before we jumped on the pod. David Bakhtiari is going to be 32 years old. He doesn't really seem thrilled with the idea of a rebuild. He probably wants to be with Aaron in New York. Also, like, I'd be fine. I mean, I know you could actually afford to move on next year. That's what the Packers will probably do. That's what they do with offensive Um, line. Question.
0: Yeah. Would you trade Bakhtiari for Quentin Williams?
1: Oh, God, yes. I would trade Bakhtiari. I, if, if financially, if you could make it work, I just I don't know that I'd really want him on this team. He doesn't, again, he doesn't really seem to be down for this rebuild. Every time I see his name right now, and I don't care about politics, but it's always like he's doing something talking about politics. He's
0: very vocal right and, now on Twitter, yeah.
1: Like, he couldn't play a full four quarters. I'd never seen anything like it, man. Like, he wouldn't start and finish a game. So how much is even, like, is he right? Is he going to be right? Um, but it's it's and we already know though after next year he's he's probably gone they're gonna move on from him so who's the replacement is it zach tom is it yash i mean we thought maybe they would draft somebody and they didn't maybe they look next year but i don't i don't know
0: yeah multiple first round picks if you look at 2024 mock drafts because i'm a loser and i do already i've already looked at several of them there appears to be several uh offensive tackles in next year's draft uh, based on what i'm seeing in the first round now again those mock drafts are going to change a hundred times over. We haven't even got to college football season yet. Uh, And they'll just continue to change throughout college football season. But early prognosis looks like there's going to be some offensive linemen in this draft next year. So maybe they do use one of those first round picks on an offensive tackle. If they do decide uh, to move on from David Bakhtiari, I cannot perfect scenario for the Packers with his Bakhtiari thing is he plays all year, plays at a decent level and then move on and get whatever you get in return right so if he plays well plays all 17 games plus a playoff game if they get in the playoffs or whatever the case may be now you've got okay he's healthy clearly proved he's healthy he's played all the games missed no time he's healthy he's an all pro all pro level we can save some money under the cap i moving him now and continuing our rebuild for a young guy uh, and here he goes david bakhtiari for a second round pick or whatever the case may be and get out from underneath that money. I think that's perfect case scenario. Worst case scenario is he doesn't play all the games uh, because when he's on the field, he's played well, right? This isn't like Elton Jenkins at right tackle. uh, It's struggling and having issues and not looking right. He has looked when he's out there, he's played well. No question. It's just that he's not always out there. So if he misses, I don't know, five, six games, uh, then it's okay. Well, if we trade him, what are we going to get? Uh, or do we release him? Because, hey, look, I don't know. I, I don't I don't think you can release Bakhtiari, Ryan, and save face. I, I think you have to trade Bakhtiari yeah. if you're going to move on from Bakhtiari.
1: But what's the market for Bakhtiari unless Rogers, like can talk the Jets into Bakhtiari? You know what I mean? Just because Are you kidding games-
0: me? Who would I Great, good, great left tackle in Bakhtiari I mean, Because again, what you're talking about is, and I know he's older. I, I get. Well, what it, do you right? want? Okay, First, no, no, somebody will
1: trade. But what are you going to get in return? That's more. I guess that would have been a better way to phrase the question. What What would you want back?
0: I think if he plays well and plays all the games, I think you get a second round pick. That's probably the this the ceiling is probably a second round pick. I don't know if you can get a one. I would love a one, but I don't think you can get a one unless it's Kansas City at the bottom of one. And Kansas City goes, yep, we've been playing stop gaps. Donovan Smith is a left tackle this year. I'd love to take care of that. Andy Reid says you can have our one. No problem here. Enjoy pick 29 or 30 or whatever it is. Good luck to you. Maybe you get a one that way, but more than likely, it'll be a second round pick. So you get a second round pick. But like I said, if he misses, say, six games and you go, all right, we're moving on. We're drafting a tackle in the first round. That's what we're going to go with for Jordan Love we moving from Bakhtiari. Misses that many games now. Maybe you're talking about a day three pick. And that looks bad. You're trading a guy that was an all pro and you're getting a fifth pit round or sixth round pick. That ugh. yeah, I don't know, man. That that because then at that point, you're having the conversation of well, do we do right by bakhtiari and don't trade him and just yeah. release him and let him play wherever he wants to play and just let him walk out way about getting but, traded? That that might yeah. then be the conversation.
1: It's going to be interesting, man, because the other thing about this is the Bengals, uh, Jonah Williams, uh, yep. you know, like there's going to be some trade interest for him. Teams want him. I I think that th- the only thing that would scare p- people away from Bakhtiari, not so much the age, because he's still, you know, only 32, going to be 32 years old next season, but – it's just probably the ACL injury and, you know, he had the fluid buildup and he couldn't stay on the field. But yeah, I mean, when he, the good thing is when he has been on the, has been on the field, he's graded out very, very well. Like he was good last year when on the field, but um, yeah, I, I I just, I don't see him being on the uh, team after next year though. So I think you kind of have to figure out who's your next starting tackle of the future. Uh, Especially when you're trying to evaluate Jordan Love and figure out if he's the guy and he's still a young quarterback.
0: For me, I think when we start talking about what's the biggest Packers post-draft question, for me, it's it's simple. How good really is Matt LaFleur? I I think that's what it comes down to. And we're going to find out, folks, because there are so many people out there that say, hey – Aaron Rodgers covered up a lot of that crap that was going on there. And when he had those collarbone injuries back in the day, not granted with McCarthy, you right. saw just how bad it was. Lafleur had a healthy Rodgers for the majority of the time, 13 wins, 13 wins, 13 wins, 13 wins, whatever. Now let's see what it looks like without Aaron Rodgers. Now we're going to see just how good Matt LeFleur and his coaching staff really are going forward. So to me, that is the biggest question. If, if, We get And Andy Herman, when he was on, if you missed Andy Herman from Pack-A-Day Podcast, go check it out. He was on the episode from Friday. He he came up with and said, I don't care about record. Doesn't matter to me. I just want them having figured it out and playing well and showing promise by the end of the year. Okay, fine. To me, I want to see progress in this offense. I want to see progress. You may not look pretty the first few weeks, and God, I hope you do, because if not, it could be a long season. But if you don't look pretty early and you're like one and four through five, which would just be demoralizing and heartbreaking to me as a fan. if that, That's what it looks like. then at least show me that the offenses gets better as the year goes on and Jordan Love gets better and the young receivers are starting to figure it out as the year goes on. And the young tight ends are starting to make plays. And by the end of the year, you see where we're going as they get more and more snaps and more and more experience. Cool. But if we go three and... In- 14? God, I can't see it possible. But if we go 3-14, and and that's with Jordan Love healthy. If Clifford plays, all bets are off. But if it's Jordan Love, then, and they don't show signs of improvement, Matt Lafleur might be in trouble. That's crazy to think one year after all of this, but there's going to be eyes on him. The other part of it, from Murphy's standpoint, is going to be, hey, Goot, yeah, we're going to have to move on, but you better hope and you better hope really hard that whoever this next head coach is we hire makes the talent that you drafted and put together on this roster look a hell of a lot better than Lafleur did. Because if the next guy comes in and we win three or four games again, this is you and these are it's those players that are the problem, and not Lafleur, and you're gone next. There, there's there's something to this whole Lafleur goot thing here now, year one after Jordan
1: after Aaron Rodgers. See, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have to see enough from Jordan Love this year. I. I just because he's not a rookie, we have to look at it like this. He's not a rookie, right? And he's been sitting behind Rodgers. You have to make a decision because there's really good quarterbacks coming out next year in the draft. You're probably not going to be bad enough for a Caleb Williams. But maybe Drake May slips. You know, maybe somebody else. Maybe Pratt. I don't know. So maybe somebody right. in this draft. And you look at this schedule. I was all for like, okay, you could be a four-win team. And we, gotta, we just got to see some good from Jordan Love. But then you look at the schedule of defenses, like we kind of talked about with Andy. The Bears were 31st in yards per play. Atlanta, week two, they were 25th. The Saints are a really good defense, fourth. That should be a tough day for Jordan Love. But after that, you get the Lions. And again, this is hard to kind of uh, look at year to year because teams make improvements. But yeah, Detroit's probably a little bit better than 32nd, but You get the Bears and you get Detroit the first five weeks of the season, 31st, 32nd. The Raiders, 27th in yards per play.
0: That's all last year, though. We got to remember, this is all last year. We don't know what it's going to be this year, necessarily. We're thinking it's going to be the same, but we don't know. But, like, none of these defenses
1: really added. If anything, I think a lot of these defenses have lost some pieces, like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're not going to finish 12th this year defensively. The Panthers. I don't know that they're going to finish 17th. The Giants. Dude. I mean, the the chargers were 29th like they the, the jordan love has the easiest schedule of defenses it's one of the easiest schedules of defenses so i'm going to have to see he needs to look like rodgers looked year one you know 20 plus touchdowns yes there's going to be some bad interceptions but he needs to be 4000 yards you got
0: you're, we're going to have to know if he's the guy or not he's and not going for 4000 yards there's no chance there's there's no you're you setting uh, an unrealistic bar and you know it there's Rogers no chance
1: that Rodgers did that when defenders were actually able to do their job so yeah but White- that
0: is not the same offense that they're going to be running here with Matt LaFleur I don't think McCarthy See, never this- ran the football
1: you know what? I've only changed both answers. I mean, obviously, I want to know who the tackle is and if Jordan Love can play and who's going to step up in the wide receiver room, but I'm kind of with you. I want to see what is the Matt LaFleur offense. We you don't want know. to see is Matt LaFleur the guy, and I want to see what is his offense. Are you a running football team, or is Aaron Jones going to touch the ball four times going into the half?
0: Yes, exactly. uh,
1: You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, What's it going to look like? Was was that Roger's offense? Was that LaFleur's offense? Was it this weird version of both like Andy talked about? So I guess that's what I'm excited about. What is LaFleur? Who is LaFleur? What is this football team? What worries me going into the season, man, is I feel like they have no freaking identity because the vets are like, we're not rebuilding. The young guys are just trying to figure out what the hell their roles are. You know, the general manager says we're not rebuilding. It's Lafleur's not going to say we're rebuilding, but every move is telling us that they're rebuilding. They're yeah. not going out and adding these veterans on these one-year deals like the Texans are, or like you said, man, like uh, you know Carolina or some of these other teams. So I just feel like, what's the, like, what is this? What's this team's identity moving forward now that it's not Aaron Rodgers' team anymore? Who is this team? What are they? That's what we got to figure out this season.
0: Uh, I'll tell you this right now: if they come out Week One against the Bears. And it's shotgun and four wide half the game. I'm going to be floored. Not only will I be floored, the bears are going to be floored because I think the bears are coming in looking at old Tennessee Titans tape with Derrick Henry. When Matt LaFleur was the offensive coordinator and going, this is probably more along the lines of what we're going to see, right? How did they use Delaney Walker at tight end? What type of stuff were they running? You're going to watch some Niner film, see kind of what Shanahan's doing because he came from Shanahan. What kind of does that look like? Because, Prior to this, you don't really know what was going on, of who was actually calling plays, how much stuff did Rodgers audible out of that Lafleur wanted called and ran his own stuff. We don't know. Jordan Love is not going to have, I don't think, <laughs> could be wrong, I don't think, Ryan, Jordan Love is going to have the freedom to audible and do what he wants on the field like Rodgers did. I don't think that's going to be allowed.
1: No, I, I not year one, man, absolutely. No, right? Right. So we and, can, and See, that was the thing, like, for LaFleur, man, like, that was so weird is you get this young head coach, first-time head coach. And, yeah, it's, like, it's a gift getting to coach Aaron Rodgers because you're getting a Hall of Fame quarterback. But also, you don't really get to establish your identity. You know what I mean? Like, Kyle Shanahan's had Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, his best quarterback's been Jimmy Garoppolo. You know know what I'm saying? Like, Rodgers and LaFleur were, like, the same age. So him getting the job was just – kind of weird, and I mean, they won 13 games, three straight seasons. It was the right hire, I'm just saying, but like, I feel like Rodgers was kind of like the alpha in that room. You know, kind of like push the floor around a little bit. What's don't that going to
0: look like in New York?
1: I don't think Robert Sala is going to allow that crap.
0: What are you talking about? He Listen here. Rodgers is running that offense, and anybody that thinks differently is wrong. Hackett is not running that offense. He's not. Rogers is running it and Hackett is telling Aaron, what do you want to do? Okay. Sounds good. That's what's happening. Make no bones. Hackett is not running this thing. Rodgers is running this thing. That's why he went to New York. So he could run it. Rodgers wasn't going to sign off on going to New Orleans and having no ally in the coach's room and having to do what they want him to do. There was no chance that was happening. He was going there because he could tell Hackett how to run the offense and go from there and feel like he has the power play, power move say of what he wants to do. There's no chance he would have wanted to go anywhere else where he wasn't going to have full authority and say on what the offense was doing he's gonna tell Robert he's gonna tell Salah dude you're the defense I got the offense and don't oh, yeah, worry about, yes. don't worry about little Nathaniel here I'll take care of him uh in the coaches mood but you just make sure your defense is playing well and we'll win games
1: hey you're right I mean you're probably right about that because Salah you're right he has nothing to do with the offense anyway no. that was all Michael Floor and now it'll be Hackett and Hackett is just Rodgers go for so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it's a good point. I still think the Jets are going to be good this year. I think they beat cool. the Bills week one. I think they're going to just be just a thirteen win team. That's the basement.
0: We shall see. All right, topic number two. Uh, what one last move would you like to see the Green Bay Packers make? Now, hmm. this comes uh, from a a tweet that I bookmarked uh, from Pro Football Focus. I believe it was towards the end of last week uh, and wanted uh, to kind of get into this. They have, for NFC teams, the Falcons get cornerback Marcus Peters, right? The veteran. Uh, Jadavian Clowney to the Panthers. uh, uh, Yannick Nguakwe, uh, the edge, uh, former Jaguar, to the Bears. Leonard Floyd, the edge to the Saints. Daryl Henderson, the running back to the Cowboys. This was put out by Brad Spielberger, a noted Bears fan. So that is what they suggest. One last move for each NFC team. Packers, obviously not in this deal because they don't have a whole bunch of money necessarily one way or the other. But I am interested to hear from Mr. Horvat, who he would like. We've been talking about Matt Ryan being a backup. That's out the window because he is now signed on with CBS Sports as an NFL analyst. For the upcoming season so his football career appears to be over at this point which means they still yeah. don't have a backup quarterback outside of Clifford God help us but uh, the one may making the rounds in the last 24 hours who's looking for a job and is open to being a backup Carson Wentz uh, is oh. there uh, if you'd like Carson Wentz as a backup to Jordan Love right Horvath
1: no I think I'll just roll the dice with Sean Clifford to be <laughs> honest with you man I, I hate that this is what it's come to though because <laughs> Could have drafted somebody like Jay Kaner, who I absolutely yes. love, or like, or yeah, no, 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 Carson Wentz, man, because I, I know that he's going to say that he's open to being a backup, but like his teammates don't anywhere he goes, like they just don't seem to like him very. I much. agreed. Yep. So no, and this is a young team. Like we're getting rid of the vets that we like, like Mason Crosby or Mercedes Lewis, the good vibes guys. Not yep. bringing in the bad vibes. Agreed. Guys, so I couldn't do it. There's a couple guys on this list that could actually play a little bit. I mean, I know that they're often injured. Uh, but in, in the thing is, like, the Packers aren't trying to win, I don't think. But Jadeveon Clowney could still play a little bit. Leonard Floyd can still play. And he's only 30 years old, man. Frank Clark is an edge rusher can yep. play. He's only 30 years old. And he's got some attitude. I would take any of those guys. I would If I'm ranking, I'd probably take Leonard Ford, Leonard Floyd, number one. Frank Clark, number two. I'd take a look at Jadeveon Clowney if he'd actually come play in Green Bay. And then some of these DBs, Shaq Griffin, I believe, is still out there. He's only 28 years old, man. Marcus Peters is 30 years old. I know he's got the knee injuries, but even if, like, I'm not sold on the secondary. So I would love any of those guys. On the offensive side of the ball, not really any of these names, like, jump off the page for me. Jarvis Landry just can't stay healthy, and he's 30 years old. Um I would like Kareem Hunt if we didn't already have Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. He's only 28 years old. I still think he could play for another two to three years. Sure. And he's been pretty solid, and he didn't really have a whole lot of carries the last couple of years because he plays behind Nick Chubb. Um, you know Leonard Fournette's on that list, but for me, it would just be defensive help. And I don't. Again, you can you can never have too many pass rushers. We don't know the health, the status of Rashawn Gary going into the season, so I would love a Leonard Florida or a Frank
0: Clark. I got one for you. So Zadarius Smith, he gets traded to the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, According to Pro Football Talk, they had option B that they were looking at doing if They couldn't get Zadarius Smith. That's Melvin Ingram, uh, who last year, I'm just going to look at my phone here, had 22 tackles, six sacks, 10 quarterback hits, a forced yeah. fumble, and two fumble recoveries while appearing in every regular season game for the Dolphins last year. He had two tackles and a playoff loss to the Bills. I'm I'm very interested in that. I'm more because, again, we don't know about Rashawn Gary, like you said. You have Lucas Van Ness, uh, who is going to have to learn here as we go. Me personally, I, I yeah. would rather see them go get another veteran edge rusher, like you said, Floyd or Ingram or whoever, and let Van Ness slow play it this year, not get rushed into action and have to play and let them learn from a couple of vets. You have Preston Smith to kind of help them just like Gary did, right? Gary had Zedaria Smith and Preston Smith to kind of show them the ropes and they slow played them that year. I'd love to do the same thing with Van Ness if you can get another veteran edge rusher that can still play, not a guy that's not going to do anything, but a guy that can still play a little bit to come yeah. in and rotate with Gary uh, and Preston and Smith and let Van Ness kind of be that fourth or fifth guy with Ingabari there still too, uh, Ryan.
1: No, I, and I completely agree, especially because of, it's, it's kind of similar how they played the styles where or the situations where Gary, we didn't really know what he was coming out of Michigan just because of the different ways that they used them. You know, where he'd right. line up a defensive tackle, he line up obviously as an edge rusher. And, you know, then we saw him, he was projected to be an outside linebacker. That's the same thing for Van S. He's going to be an outside linebacker, but he played like 40% of his snaps at Iowa as a defensive tackle. And didn't start. And didn't start. And yeah, and the rest were all as an edge rusher. So there's just certain things um, that you could learn, you know, from some of these pros, especially a guy like a, like a Frank Clark, for example, who's played in some big games, but just, you know, the swim, different moves, how to use your hands, your footwork. So, I would really like another veteran pass rusher, or I mean, they 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 went out and got a veteran safety, uh, the dude from the Texans. So we'll see if he could play, maybe. But definitely just parts for the defensive side of the ball. Because I just at this point, man, I just want all these young guys on the field on the offensive side of the ball just to see who could play. So I don't want their snaps getting stolen away I by agree. a guy like Sammy Watkins because we did that last year, man, and those guys never
0: work out. And from Mercedes so- Lewis, I'm sorry. I know that it sounds like they don't want him. They need to check their head and just go get him. This is stupid. With all due respect to DeGuara, I don't want him being the vet presence. I want somebody that's been around that understands how the game is played, knows what LeFleur wants, knows how you work in this league to be a, a successful pro. He's been around forever and a day. He's been a top pick for the Jaguars. He knows what the pressure is like as a younger player, what it's like to adjust and so forth. To me, it's just, I wanted Crosby, gone, fine. Cobb would have been great for these young wide receivers. Okay. Relationships with Rogers. Okay. I yeah, guess yeah. Lewis has nowhere to go. The jets have a million freaking tight ends. There's, I cannot imagine that he ends up in New York. So what are we doing? Just give him the veteran minimum. Be like, come back, dude. We got you. You're going to come and be our assistant coach. You'll be our goal line guy. We'll get you five or six touchdowns this year. Whatever the case may be. Let's go big dog. And Once you're done retired, we want to make you an assistant coach and have you coach the tight ends too. That's all part of this package. You're going to be a Packer for life. And be done with it. Because, again, I I know Rodgers has some guys that like him. Fine. But Mercedes Lewis, genuinely, I've never heard anybody that's been teammates with this dude ever say a bad or terse word about this dude. Ever. Like, he's like the guy, the teammate. So why don't you want, as you said earlier, you called him the, one of those good vibe guys, dude. He's the ultimate good vibe guy and could be a coach for you going forward or be in the front office or what like. I don't know, man. I, I don't doesn't like the old guys. I'm not a fan of getting rid of great people. It seems like he's a great person uh, that can still play a little bit and help your young tight ends. You're not screwing That's with good. the wide receivers. And as far as the goes, Toodles. I I don't need to watch him anymore. I really don't. Like, bring Mercedes Lewis back. Trade Deguara for you know a five dollar bag at Wendy's, whatever. And let's just move on. Like I, I, that that's where I'm at. But 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 he has
1: the great relationship with Jordan Love, right? They have the great connection, Deguara and Jordan Love. So you can't.
0: can't Okay. Well, then then I better see it then I better see it because they drafted two tight ends, two tight ends on day two. That tells me Goody doesn't think the relationship's all that great between the and Jordan love. He doesn't think he's going to look like, you know, Gronkowski or somebody special because Jordan loves the quarterback. No. So Goody doesn't even believe in the dude. And he's the one that drafted the guy. He himself said, I'm done. We're moving on. And they went out and got two tight ends.
1: Whatever. He, I don't. I was not a fan of the Deguara pick. Everybody knows that. I, I will continue to rip that pick. Just while, like I'll continue to rip a lot of Goots picks. But I thought that that was a terrible pick. I I, I know he could block a little bit, but yeah, I, I've seen enough Deguara. I'm with you. there. The other I, thing not, I
0: don't understand. I want You're Luke not... Musgrave
1: on the field. I want Tucker Craft on the yes.
0: field. This is the other thing yeah. I don't understand. If we're going to be a running team, if that's what it's going to be, then why don't they have a damn
1: fullback? I, I don't Nobody does anymore, except for the San Francisco
0: 49ers. Kyle. My, yes. Like, why don't they have a fullback? I, I do not understand. Like I would have thought if we're going to truly be this run team, you yeah. would have a fullback to lead the way for Aaron Jones or Dylan or whoever the case may be big bruising, blocking fullback old school. There's a million of them out there. You can go get off the street. Jeez, you
1: play DeGuara in that role, right? Isn't he a super back? You could just play him
0: as the fullback. He's, to me, he's just not physical enough to be a bruising fullback. I want a fullback that's going to knock you off your damn feet and put you on your butt. That's what I want. I want Bring back fullback.
1: I'm with you. I want Mike Allstott, yes. number forty. Yes. Yep. Joliet Catholic legend. Yes. I want him leading the way. Yes. That's, that's the type of guy I I'm want. With you. Yes. I miss, I miss the fullbacks, man. Yes. When I play Madden, I still rock some I formation, and I like to use a fullback. Yes. Or Hell, you could use A.J. Dillon as the fullback and play Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon on the field a little bit more. Like you did, remember how successful that uh, worked out the second half of the season when the ball actually, uh, they started moving the ball a little bit? I'm with you.
0: I've wanted those two on the field together for mm, three years. And I I get it in spurts, and we never get it regularly going forward. And if they're worried about wasting A.J. Dillon, then they need to ask themselves, is A.J. Dillon long-term going to be on this team? If the answer is probably not, then waste them. Then play them together. Who cares how banged up he gets? Play them together and see what happens. All right. There he is. I'm all fired up. Ryan Horvath, follow him on Twitter at yeah. Ryan Horvath MGM tonight. Follow me at Sparky Radio, see Sparky Fiber. Don't forget you can download this on your Odyssey app. Uh, that's the best place to go. Or anywhere you may download your favorite podcast, of course. Odyssey Sports YouTube page as well. Enjoy the rest of your day. Have a good one. Two.